Hi, this is Dr. Hughes. It's been a little while since I've recorded on here, and since my last recording, I've had quite a few people reach out and let me know that the sexual education podcast that I recorded a while back uh, cuts out midway through. And if there are any other podcasts that do do the same, that cut out or are difficult to, to hear because of the recording or whatever it may be, please reach out to me, let me know, and I will do everything that I can to get you that information, possibly re-record the podcast or uh, re-record another one or add in what I uh, what was missed in those podcasts within another podcast. I've been spending the last uh, last while actually adjusting to uh, life as a full-time faculty at uh, BYU teaching in their marriage and family therapy graduate program. It's been great teaching to the, the master's students and the PhD students in the marriage and family therapy program, as well as teaching several undergraduate courses in the School of Family Life. But I've missed recording this podcast and interacting with all, all of those that are out there that are listening to this. Um, and it brings me a lot of uh, fulfillment and a lot of joy to be able to interact with, with so many of you in this way. Um, I, I've just... Uh, I've just really found that an enjoyable experience, and I've uh, definitely wanted to go in and uh, correct the recording from the sexual education podcast that uh, that that got cut off halfway through. Um, I believe I was talking about the Netherlands and what they do in sexual education curriculum. Uh, so I'm going to get to that in a little bit. First, I'm going to cover uh, the two different types of sex- sexual education curriculum that exist right now um, in the world, really, um, and definitely within the United States, within, uh, within Utah. And then I'm going to talk about uh, a, a sexual education curriculum at the end of this podcast that's uh, e-learning sexual edu- sexuality education curriculum. Um, I just want to be uh, really, really open and clear that as I record this podcast, I'm, I'm going to talk about uh, those different curriculums and, and not from a standpoint, at least the sexual um, education comprehensive curriculum and the abstinence only curriculum. I'm going to talk about those not from a, a, a for or against stance, um, but just kind of tell you what they are. Uh, what's covered within those, the pros and the cons there, and then what they do in the Netherlands. And, uh, and I, I will have a four stance for the e-learning sexuality education uh, curriculum, uh, but that will be towards the end of this podcast. So uh, first, what's done in Utah and um, other more conservative uh, parts of, of the country is an abstinence-only sexual education program. Um, so basic, uh, biology and, uh, reproduction are covered, um, in those, uh, curriculums. It doesn't talk about, uh, uh, what's pleasurable or how to make things more pleasurable or how to have a, a closer or more connecting experience. It's just strictly, uh, biology and reproduction, um, I guess what it should be within an abstinence only program. I have heard lots of people say, yeah, I grew up in Utah, but the person that taught our sexual education taught about, uh, these other, uh, the LGBTQ population or talked about, um, what's pleasurable or how to make sex more enjoyable. Um, and so, um, what, what should be taught in a sexual education curriculum that is abstinence only, um, should not be, uh, pleasure based. Um, it should be reproduction. It should be biology. Um, 
and uh, and they don't talk about the LGBTQ plus community um, in within a comprehensive sexual education program. And that's a little misleading when I tell you about what they do in the Netherlands. Um, but what's supposed to be a comprehensive sexual education curriculum is uh, one that covers all of those other things in the abstinence only, um, but also the LGBTQ plus community, which I know there's a lot of you that are listening to this podcast um, that are not, uh, maybe not fans of a more liberal approach to sexual education. Um, I know there are tons of you that are listening to this podcast also that are uh, maybe more liberal or um, open to uh, sexual education that that is more comprehensive in that nature. Um, like I said, I don't take a stance either way with, with this, um, at least in, in this format. Uh, um, so what, uh, what else... Um, the other aspects of sexual education that are covered in a comprehensive sexual education curriculum are things like uh, pleasure and satisfaction and um, uh, sexual fulfillment or 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 excitement. Um, they do teach the mechanics of sexual intercourse um, and the physiology that goes along with that. Now, I say it's a little bit misleading um, because. What they do in the Netherlands is a sexual education curriculum that is comprehensive, but theirs, um, I, I would say, is more comprehensive, and that's why they have amazing um, outcomes with, uh, within the Netherlands. Um, they really lead the entire world as far as positive outcomes go um, from that arise from the sexual education that they do there. They have a whole week within the school system that's called Spring Fever, and they all follow the same curriculum. It varies um, for like a kindergartner to a, um, a elementary, you know, five, let's say fifth grader uh, to, a, to a junior high kid and a high schooler. It all varies, but they have uh, the same week, that spring fever week, um, where they cover the same, uh, uh, same topics, but it just gets more in depth as the children advance in age and maturity and understanding and intellect. Um, now, what's taught in the homes is also really in line with that is that that curriculum as well. And there's a very uh, uh, sex positive approach that's taken in the homes. Um, also, at doctors' offices, it's a, a very sex positive approach. Uh, there's not uh, there's not a lot of shame with with sexuality and with the discussion of that with. Uh, positive, healthy sexuality. Um, and so that carries through into the culture and into the people. Um, there's, there are a lot of people that are, uh, religious in the Netherlands also. Um, some of you may be listening and thinking, well, if they talk about sex so openly and freely and so positively, does that lead to an earlier age of sexual intercourse? And it actually doesn't. That's one of the things that the, um, that the research finds with the comprehensive sexual education in the, the Netherlands. And if you look on the church's website and dig around a little bit, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, our website, um, or their, their website, um, you'll, uh, you'll find that there are lots of um, posts and recordings um, that, that talk about how 
being open and, and discussing sexual, sexuality in a positive way and teaching about it actually does not lead to an earlier um, age of sexual intercourse or sexual activity. Um, and, uh, and so that's a, a, a misconception that's out there, especially within conservative pockets of the world, but really uh, conservative and liberal. Um, everybody thinks that if you talk about it and you teach kids about it, that they're going to go out and try it at a younger age. And, um, and that's one of the, uh, the positive act- outcomes of the sexual education curriculum in the Netherlands is that is not the, uh, that is not the case um, there or really I- anywhere. Um, and, they're, and they're showing that there in the Netherlands. Uh, they also have uh, fewer unwanted pregnancies, uh, unplanned pregnancies, fewer STIs, um, more positive uh, uh, thoughts and feelings towards early or to the first sexual experiences that they have uh, versus like those in the United States. Um, the, the research shows that uh, we actually have a lot of negative views about our um, first sexual experiences. Um, and a lot of this is, uh, goes back to the sexual education that, that, is, um, that exists. So I'm not I'm not saying that um, that what they do in the Netherlands is is what we should do um, everywhere in, in public schools or everywhere in the world. But there is something about what they do. Um, oh, I missed a I missed another really important piece. The reason why I I feel like it's a lot more comprehensive is because they talk about a lot more than just the biology, the physiology, um, uh, pregnancy, and um, and, uh, and, and what's physiologically pleasurable, um, and what intercourse is, what it feels like, how to do it, the mechanics of that. But they also talk about vulnerability and, and boundaries and how to say no and how to have an emotionally connecting relationship and how to treat those that we care about and, um, and, um, and emotional acuity that is not covered in any of the other sexual education comprehensive uh, curriculums that exist out there. Um, and that's actually, that's actually the, the biggest piece, that as well as the sex positive approach that they take uh, versus more of a, a, a destruction disaster model, at least that's what they call it in the sex therapy world, um, this uh, disaster destruction approach that most people take and um, that more of an abstinence only approach takes if you have sex at an early age basically the idea is here's all the horrible things that could happen uh, unwanted pregnancies or unplanned pregnancies STIs um, you know connection emotional connection to somebody that you don't want to have um, a long-term relationship with or, or on and on um, they call that a, a destruction or disaster model um, and so that that's one of the things that you see out there with uh, with an abstinence only approach. That's an issue. Uh, those that uh, that don't like the comprehensive sexual education approach that's done in the United States. Um, some of the the people don't like how um, it's uh, somebody that doesn't share their values uh, that that's in the school system that's talking about or teaching about uh, sexual pleasure or sexual fulfillment. Uh, they may uh, may also not like that they discuss the LGBTQ plus community and educate about that from a, a value system that is not their own. Um, and so, um, so as promised, I wanted to talk about a e-learning sexuality curriculum that uh, that 
a a, a business that I own is in the process of de- developing. We're almost ready to roll out our introduction to that. And um, it's this uh, uh, intimacy education for members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And what it does is it takes our, our value system and it takes um, the best that there is out there in terms of um, sexual education and it pairs those together, our value system and uh, the research on what's helpful and what's successful in sexual education and provides a a e-learning format for that for parents and for uh, children um, and teenagers to be able to access and to get uh, healthy and informative and accurate uh, sexual education that will serve as a life preserver for um, for youth as they or for children as they become youth and youth as they become young adults and young adults as they become um, mar- uh, they get into partnerships and get into marriages and then um, then the cycle continues as they become parents and so I'm excited to be able to talk about this on here um, we're going to make the uh, the introduction free so that members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints all over the world can access this curriculum and, um, in my opinion, see how uh, Heavenly Father wants us to incorporate our value system into a uh, sex-positive approach for our kids. So um, I'll just give you a quick little rundown about this. So like I said, it'll um, incorporate our value system uh talks and quotes from prophets and apostles, uh, teaching from, uh, from our value system, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and uh, pair that with some of the research that's out there on sexual education um, from a sex-positive uh, stance and not a destruction approach or a disaster approach, which is if you do all these things, these sexual things or these types of sexual things, here's all the horrible things that can happen. Because what we find at Covenant Sex Therapy is we find a lot of people that come in that have low desire or no desire or that have this or that sexual dysfunction and a lot of it ties back to early messages that they receive from uh, parents, from peers, from um, maybe uh, well-meaning religious leaders um, that is more of that destruction disaster approach. And so um, they don't foster or cultivate a healthy sexuality throughout their their, uh, young life as children, as teenagers, as young adults, and as uh, married couples. And then they really struggle being able to access this thing that they never cultivated or nurtured. Um, And so um, this will help to nurture a, a healthy sex positive approach within uh, the member within the value system of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, um, and uh, and we do it by building these healthy principles of sexuality, um, which is uh, something that. I've adapted from what they do in the Netherlands. There are, they don't call them principles, but there are certain uh, topic areas like emotional intimacy, let's say, um, or, uh, or, or uh, vulnerability. And uh, throughout the child's development in the Netherlands, in the home, at the doctor's office, um, at school, through spring fever, um, they, in a stepwise fashion 
uh, as they they grow older, um, this this emotional intimacy or this vulnerability is discussed and is expounded upon, and the individual is taught how to nurture vulnerability in an appropriate way or emotional intimacy in an appropriate way um, as they grow and mature and and get older. Now, um, it's it's really exciting to be able to to have this available to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because there are so many of you out there that are looking for um, the best approach. And um, and this is, this is kind of it. So um, feel free to email me if you want to be uh, one of the first ones to have access to this. Um, we're, we're working on rolling this out probably in the next uh, month, but um, I'd like to get it to uh, out there as soon as possible. Uh, feel free to email me or one of my assistants, Emily or Shay. My email is anthony at covenantsextherapy.com or you can email Shay or Emily, uh, my two assistants at admin at covenantsextherapy.com. Thanks. Have a great day. This is just a sex therapist sitting in a, a chair talking about sex.